comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. You're listening to the Jersey Shore Podcast. Welcome to Jersey Shore. I'm Jordan from Jersey. I'm Pierce. And uh, tonight, if that sound didn't give it away, we're talking Doctor Who. We're yeah. probably going to do a, a more in-depth Doctor Who episode later once we get closer to the 50th anniversary special. But we're just going to kind of give a, a brief intro to Doctor Who, how we're familiar with it, to set it up so that'll be out of the way when we really want to talk super in-depth um, closer to the 50th. But we'll, we'll talk about some stuff yeah, deeper obviously. tonight. Pierce, you got me into Doctor Who. I was so about to say, yeah, this, is, this one's a little bit more my jam. I... I picked it up with, with Eccleston and the whole new thing. Um, so Doctor Who was on from the 60s till the 90s. It was it started out black and white, if I remember correctly. Uh, um, yeah, and there was, there was movies as well yeah. um, that are kind of like not in continuity. Um, they're kind of a separate thing. <laughs> continuity, that's a funny but, word. But so, so then in, in 95, right? Uh, no, 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 no. What? 90, no, this was 2000. No, no, no. no. Um, or maybe it was 1990. Oh, the BBC canceled Doctor Who. There was a... Made for TV movie, I believe, for an American TV movie with uh, Paul McGann. Does that sound right? I believe so. As the Doctor, and then never did anything with it again. It was off the air for fifteen years, I yeah. believe. Came back in two thousand five with uh, uh, Christopher, Christopher Eccleston, Eccleston as the tenth Doctor, ninth yeah. Doctor, rather, right? Ninth, yes. ninth Doctor. So that's when you got into it. Yes, I I, I heard about it that it was coming out. I. Um, have some old family friends that were really into it when it was the original stuff, you know, the traditional... When people think of classic Doctor Who, they think of Tom Baker, the dude with the scarf and the coat and the jelly babies. And the apple. Um, oh, that's true. So... Which is, like, the only image I had in my head of Doctor Who until recently. Until, yeah. Which just remember seeing... Like, and now it's, like, bow ties and... I just remember seeing, like, him and, like, his face coming out of a star background. Yeah. And, like, really awful, like, almost faux 3D effect on... Not even like PBS, but there's a network. That I don't even know if it exists anymore around here. There's two of them. One was Channel 35, uh, which was kind of like international news and some like old PBS shows and old syndicated shows. Was it that one channel that's just traffic cameras that I love watching? No, no, that's on cable. <laughs> okay. I know what you're talking about, but that's different. And then there was Channel 48, which I believe was WGTW, which has gone through many iterations even in my life, but for a large period of time showed like old A-Team and Star Trek, and I think there's some Doctor Who on there, and I'm sure late night on PBS I'd yeah. seen a couple, but it always seemed to be Tom Baker, and I just remember thinking, even as a kid, this is weird, I'm watching something else. Yeah, but, and, well, and to be fair, it was really weird, it was very... Very like there was nothing about it that was ever up to date. Also, even, I was like seven. So well, I, I mean that's the very other thing. confused yeah, by this it, strange thing uh, with them on sets where it's just a couple pieces of equipment and then a white background and maybe some oh, yeah. like smoke on the floor. Yeah, and, and horrible looking characters. I, I will say that the the outfits have gotten a little bit better. But, but yeah, basically season one, or I should say season volume two, volume, season yeah. one. Um, series one, as they call yes, it. Yes, correct. Um, series one. So that's when I picked it up. Eccleston, I didn't know what I was watching. And now when I try to introduce people looking back, I'm like, just skip season one. Just just skip it. And how did you become aware of it, of the new season? I, I, just, I think I just read about it online is really what Somebody it, saying, oh, I like Doctor Who. And so you started. Yeah, like, oh, the show's coming out. You should check it out. Was, was it actually at the time it was airing in the U.S.? That you no, that was, was actually, that was actually the dark days um, where we got it a lot later than it was actually airing in England. So I, I understand things, that, but what I'm saying is did you no. start watching it when it first came out? Oh, yeah, I, I, was, I, was, I watched it the night it premiered. Okay, cool. Yeah. So you that early. Yeah, kind of oh, yeah, yeah. So I was, I was on board beforehand. I didn't really know what I was getting into. I didn't know the whole backstory and the whole back world to it. And that and that really didn't even sink in how much depth there was to it until actually about season three when... Series three was the second Tenet series, correct? It was the second Tenet series, yes, when things started to get good. Not that I have anything against Eccleston, but the stories were awful and I hated Rose. Yeah, I was going to okay? say, it really comes down I to you hated Rose. Rose. I don't get it. I never have. What makes her special? But anyway, um, it wasn't until season... Or series three when P Pierce's opinions are merely his own. I don't. I just. It doesn't make sense. Uh, she's I not a character. I did not like her in the beginning, but she really grew on me. So, but anyway, so when when uh, Martha Jones came in, she was the first. Uh, yeah. She was the first companion. I was like, oh, I like her. She has a character. She's not two dimensional, and she's a doctor, which was you know a good inspirational bit. 
Uh, even if she ended up with Mickey in the end, which made no sense whatsoever. <laughs> oh yeah, spoilers. Um, I should say there, there will be some Doctor Who spoilers. Well, that 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 was kind of like the one little thing that if you didn't like fully notice what was going on, you'd, you know, at the end of Tenet's run. But yeah, surprise, Tenet isn't there forever. In case you didn't pick up the fact that it's a different actor now, which is a different actor soon, and everyone's flipping out on the internet. That's actually if yeah, this is going to be time distortion. But I was reading during other episodes, and that will come out in the future apparently. And yeah, there's this whole big thing about Matt Smith stepping down now and ever. So, but, but anyway, so I've been a big Whovian. I got my sister into it. I've gotten a lot of people into it. Um, unfortunately, now the, it's being kind of taken over in popularity by. Uh, teenage girls. That's actually a big you say thing. that as unfortunately. I think it's great, but uh, oh, I mean, I'm glad they're getting into it. But they're getting into it because Matt Smith is a pretty boy. But you know, whatever. He's um, not even remotely attractive, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, he's just a weird looking Frankenstein type build. Frank- he's Frank- got a very Frankenstein face. Yeah, uh, I'm sure he's got a squarish head, but I, I, girls fall head over. No, no, no. Over. Which is what makes me laugh about it because yeah. it's like not and traditional. Tenet, Tenet was know. dreamy. Tenet, like, as as a straight man, Tenet was dreamy. Okay. And he was just so cool and collected, and the way he rocked on his heels, it was like, oh, you were amazing. But yeah, t- I think, as much as I love Smith, uh, you know, y- you always have your first doctor, and, you know, and that's why old school, you know, fanboys are really into the old school ones, because you have your doctor, and he's the one you get used to. And while Eccleston was the first one, I really would say Tenet is my doctor, and I think a lot of people that started with the new series feel that way as well. Um, there are a couple diehard Eccleston fans, and he was more the, he was the gung-ho doctor, if we can break down what each doctor was, he was the gung-ho one, where if doctor never wields a gun except for that one time in season six where he did, but that was just to shoot a light bulb, and everyone freaked out, but it was okay. But anyway, um, the doctor hates guns. I'm going to rant a lot in this episode, and Jordan said, oh, let's keep it a light episode, and I'm like, I'm tired, and that means I'm going to rant. He was the gung-ho one. If there was anyone that was going to wield a gun, it would be him. But, yeah, the stories were just ridiculous. Like, oh, I'm a person that's the last living human being, but I'm just a piece of flesh. That was really weird. I like that. Especially when they brought her back, actually. Oh, and they started playing Britney Spears. I'm like, I'm going to go away. (laughs) So Uh, let's give a a little bit. For anybody who's never seen Doctor Who, they've heard of it, but they don't know what it is. Basically, the Doctor, his name is not Doctor Who. We don't know his name, actually. He just goes by the title of the Doctor. Now, all all Gallifreyans do that. Well, let's, let's... back up yes. just a little bit. So, you got this planet called Gallifrey. On it are Gallifreyans. Some of them are Time Lords. Some of them are not. The ones who are Time Lords take titles like oh, the yeah, Doctor no, you're right, you're right, or right, right. Um, the Master or um, the Coast. The Corsair is another the, one. That yeah, comes there's up. a bunch of them. Uh, the Valyard, which is a ah, conversational piece. <laughs> That'll come up later. But so they have these. Machines called TARDISes, time and relative dimension and space, space, which are time machines and spaceships that they fly around They're in. They're smaller on the outside. Usually bigger on the inside. The Doctor is one who kind of fell in love with Earth and protecting its people. and so oh, he loves humans. So he would fight the various Time Lords and different aliens throughout the universe well, and all these different no, things. No, he wouldn't fight Time Lords. Occasionally. The there was the Occasionally. Master. There's the Raya. There's a couple of them. There I am. But, but not like his, the entire race. No, no, no. Yeah. But, so, that was the whole thing, when he's, this alien species, when you become a time, when you're Gallifrey, you have one heart. When you become a Time Lord, you get a second heart, and other Dual things like hearts. that. When you, when you have a mortal wound that a human or other species would die from, a Time Lord regenerates into a new form, new personality, new look, new body. Or any wound. You can also regenerate from, there's small, there's small targeted regeneration as well. Sure, like right in that window period. But generally, so you have this great narrative devices of, hey, once this actor no longer wants to play the doctor, he will survive, he will have a mortal wound and he will regenerate as a new actor with a new personality, new look, new feel, new attitude. And we continue along from there. And the doctor often has companions, mostly women, a few guys who are just usually humans and occasionally not, I think, but who hang out around with Couple him. Couple tin dogs. They, they travel through time and space with him. They get into adventures. It's very much like a Star Trek thing where it's, hey, we can use sets from any other program we've built. Yeah. He's going to go to the future, the past, different planets. Uh, we need we have a jungle set over here. Let's have him go to a jungle planet. Yeah. That kind of thing, at least in the early days. And so you had eight actors play him in the first volume of yeah. Doctor Who, and then you had, like, the movies, which are outside of continuity. Nine. Where, like, Peter Cushing played the Doctor and, and different things like that, which is cool, because he's Grand yeah. Moff and a Time Lord. And then, like I said, the show went off the air, then they yeah. brought it back with kind of a bigger budget, more special effects, kind of a modern feel, yeah. and that has been what we've been watching now for 
over seven years, but seven series. Yeah. Eight years because there was a break for yeah, where Tenant was all like, "I'm leaving," but we're not gonna do a couple quite, Which which he did. He left to do Hamlet with John Luke Picard, and all the nerds were flipping out. And I was like, "All right, well, Patrick's do it." Right. Yeah, I can respect. So it. Pierce for last couple years was like, "Oh, I love Doctor Who." We'd be at his house, and occasionally yeah. there would be times where. You know, people were over hanging out, and he would disappear for an hour to go watch Doctor Who. To which I was like, "This is when did I ever do that?" It happened a number of times. I don't um, remember this. Where okay. I was like, "I don't get it," but whatever. You well, know. I re- I remember you saying that you just didn't want to have to go back through all that old. Continuity. That, that's my thing. I'm a continuity completist. I want to know everything there is to know which, about the subject. Which, which can we say will never happen, dear people? If you want to get into Doctor Who, just stick with the new ones because there's 50 years now, and of it will break material. You. It will break you. Movies, television episodes, well, tons of. And some of them are lost. You know, they, the BBC, once they used the video, they then taped over it to make new things because that was how you did it back then. Yeah. Also, I think there was some radio broadcast, Some too. radio stuff and audio books and different things like that. And so well, all the scripts have survived. I think you can still get the actual content from any of the, even the lost episodes. Yeah. You can't get the episodes anymore. And so for me, I was like, I'd love to get into Doctor Who because it's a thing that I know a lot of people who are like me and are friends yeah. of mine are into the same things love. But... For me personally, I would have to go back to the beginning and just go through. And A, I don't know if I can handle a lot of the early stuff because it's just so cheap. And I don't mean that as really a negative, but it's just look for all the amazing things Doctor Who did back in the day for sci-fi fans and stuff. A lot of it just doesn't hold up. Yeah. However, finally you convinced me, and I was, you know, I had a summer off where I just wasn't doing anything. And there was Netflix. It's on, or almost all of it's on Netflix. And I Actually, kinda, now all of it is on There's Netflix. still a couple things that aren't, I think. A couple of the, the, the specials and stuff aren't. Oh, okay. But I finally went, okay, I'm going to sit down. I think I just watched Buffy and Angel yeah. and a couple other shows that I hadn't seen. And I was like, all right, I'm in this, this binge-watching shows that I've missed mode. I guess Doctor Who's next. Yeah. So last year, I watched through all of Doctor Who until I'd watched everything that was on Netflix. I caught up on a couple things on YouTube or now we should say on Amazon. Of the, new, of the stuff. new stuff that I hadn't seen. And now I am completely current. I've seen everything from the new series. Maybe I missed a couple prologues or prequel type things, a little two-minute episodes or the Children in Need specials they did. Because yeah. I found some are on YouTube, some are not. And they're just yeah. pretty much impossible the to find. The Children in Need episode. Yeah, some of them I actually like quite a bit. Um, the one where he met... Um, Eight or seven or seven, one it was. I think it was. That Sorry, was pretty good. Pin. That would actually that was decent. a lot of fun because because even even the each doctor kind of has his own doctor. That was the inspiration beforehand, and that and um, whatever one wore the salary was Tennant's inspiration. So it was a you know I think he even said like you were my doctor. And I want to say he's married to that guy's daughter he, in real life, who is Jenny, his daughter in the episode. Right. Yes. Uh, there's an episode where he gets cloned, quote unquote, which. All of us have been waiting for her to come back eventually <laughs> and make a happy little family because you can do that now. And uh, yeah, he's act- that's actually Tennant's wife in that episode. And I believe you. Well, right. I think they got married later. Like she was in the episode, and then they got married. Okay. I think is how it works. But yeah, that is also seven or eight, whatever number he is. is his daughter. But the so. point of this was we are both now caught up on all of volume two. Aside from, like, some comics and books. Like, yeah. all the televised... Uh, I tried the comics. I couldn't get into them. All the televised stuff we have seen. And we're coming up on the 50th anniversary of Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. There will be a special that will air in November, I believe, is the last time we checked. Yep, end of November. Series 7, Mark 2, or Part 2, has just wrapped a couple weeks ago yep. as we record this. And what did you think? I mean, we, we can talk about specifics and stuff <laughs> and when we do a more in-depth episode. And- but... What did you think of the whole Clara storyline? He runs into this woman, and he's trying to save her. Turns out he can't, and she dies the first time you meet her. And she gives him this this phrase, run, you clever boy, and remember. She she says that right before she dies. He runs into her later in um, Victoria and London. Got it wrong. Got it wrong. And the first time he met her, he didn't actually meet her. He never saw her. Yes. But he still heard her voice. And she was already dead. She was dead. She just didn't... Well... Her brain was inside of a robot type thing, and dollars. For, for, for anybody who doesn't know what Doctor Who is, I figure anybody who's listening who knows knows is a dollar. Anybody who doesn't, they won't know what a dollar is. So okay, we should explain though, because because at first you're like, this is the stupidest villain, and then later you're like, it's still the stupidest villain of the but time. But it scares the crap out of it. It is not scary at all. It the is only, totally scary. The only authority a Dalek has whatsoever is given to it by the fact that it shouts everything. <laughs> it does. That is the only thing about it that is anything even remotely powerful whatsoever. Okay, but, but that episode where the Daleks took Earth into that celestial machine thing... With the one with the Cybermen? 
No, no. This is the one that had everyone. Uh, this is the one where the two Rose came back. No, where Rose came back. I think this might even been Dr. Donna, where um, this it was the last thing Sarah Sarah Jane was in. Uh, Torchwood was in it. It's the one where everyone was there. And uh, it had, what's his name, that invented the Daleks. And the one Dalek that... Oh, the, that guy? That was dumb. It, but it, it was... He, him, himself, I thought yeah, was dumb. It, but it... What was I saying about that episode? Shoot, I had a whole point about that episode. The Daleks were somehow scary in that episode? Oh, but, but after after all the seasons and then getting to that point when you just hear the exterminate and... Exterminate! Um, and exterminate. Captain Jack just grabs the two people, like, closest to him and just kisses them on the head and, like... I got goosebumps because I'm like, it, it just it sinks in after a while how much they yell. Except for that one, like there was one season where one episode they made iPod Daleks, but they, they came in multiple colors. They, yes, it was it was like right when iPods were all like we're gonna have all these colors. Well, the, and then, the minis did. Yeah, and then all these Daleks came out and they fanned out in all the different colors. I'm like they're iPods. This is the dumbest thing in the world. And thankfully, they never did that again. They abandoned that idea completely. But yeah, they look like Alpha. But so, he runs yeah, into so this woman. He doesn't see her, but she dies. Then he runs into her in Victorian London, and he sees her this time, and she dies. And before she dies, he says the same thing. Run That's what she right and remember. Yeah, then he runs into her in modern-day uh, Britain. Yes. And, or Great Britain, specifically. Um, not the lesser Britain. As <laughs> a child, and then... As a child, and then as a... Uh, not, not young adult, but a, a young adult. late teens, twenty. A young adult's like fourteen. She, she, she's, she's an adult. Young adult is like twelve to fifteen. No, young adults like early twenties. In bookstores, I'm talking here. That is where young adult books are. Young adult books are for twelve. No, that, to that's that's the teen category. Okay, whatever. We're not. Early. She's like early twenties. Okay. Okay, but so so the whole season, you're like, okay, what the heck is going on here? She died now twice, yep. and he keeps running into her. She keeps and there were the same so thing. So many theories, and there is she so another many... time traveler? Because at this is point, she the TARDIS? She's no, the last. She's not the TARDIS. They already did that. At this point, he's the last Time Lord. More or less. Uh, the Master never dies. Like I said, more or less. Um, but so, is she a time traveler? Is she... Um, the, a lot of people thought it might have something to do with the Raya, and that she was another Time Lord coming back and screwing with him. And it turns out, none of that was true. What did you think of the actual reveal of what it was? I... There was no hint. Like, Moffat... Moffat's the writer. Stephen Moffat, who also was the head writer and I believe creator of Coupling a... Uh, uh, British sitcom, which I love. It's brilliant. I'm surprised you said Coupling and not Sherlock, but okay. No, no, no. Well, I know him first from Coupling. Oh, okay. And it's brilliant. Sh- Sherlock, don't get me wrong, I love Sherlock. It's one of the best things ever. However, I know him first from Coupling. Um, and he did Coupling before Doctor Who. But, yes, yeah, so... Um, a, so people will often talk about, just like, Moffat, why do you do this? Moffat, please, Moffat. But, yeah, it, it came out of nowhere. Like, there was no hints... There was n- there was nothing. It was just here's what the reveal is. Uh, in some ways, that was good because it threw a lot of people off, and a lot everyone had all these different theories. But um, in some ways, it was frustrating because there was no I felt like hint to it whatsoever, and what it really meant. Um, and what did it really mean? It really meant she walked through his timeline to save him because the great intelligence fractured himself to kill the doctor. Basically, they go to Transalore where the doctor is buried. Yeah. They find his tomb, and his tomb is basically, it, there's this thing in, in his tomb, which is his timeline, which is basically a portal to every point he's ever been throughout time. Yes. And space. And, One of the, and my theory is this is, this is, that is the evil doctor, and that's John Hurt's doctor, which we'll get to, I guess, in a minute. Would be the but last one? That that he dies as the evil doctor. Okay. Because they describe Transalore as a military graveyard, and the higher rank you are, the bigger grave you have. And granted, they talked about the bigger on the inside leaks out, and that's why the TARDIS was so big, but... The TARDIS was the tomb. Yes, the TARDIS was the tomb, but it was the biggest thing on the planet. And so, my theory is that John Hurt, because he's the bad guy doctor that does evil things in the name of peace, he's the last doctor, and he's the one that dies. Um, but, but, so, they so. come across the time, the doctor's timeline... Um, and one of the villains, the Great, great Intelligence, jumps yeah. into it to basically try and destroy the Doctor at some earlier point in his, in his timeline. Yeah. He basically, it knows it's going to kill him, but it's going to scatter him throughout, um, it's going to kill his current self, but yes. going to scatter him throughout time and space, and he's going to kill the Doctor. So, now, now, Clara, the companion, now, jumps in to follow. Real quick, it's, his grave is not a grave, there's no body. That we know of. 
No, the the great intelligence straight up said, "Did you expect a body? It's a time lord. They regenerate. They don't leave a body. They leave a a, a mark on history." And okay, so, well, still, but yeah. So that, yeah, you know, yeah, it's not really a grave. He doesn't become a dead body. He becomes a timeline. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so she, he jumps in, starts killing the doctor, and pretty much eliminating him from history. All the while, his dead wife, sort of dead wife-ish. It's dead complicated. Wife. Yeah, and time travel, you know, being uploaded into a library. Tommy Wibby, Wibbly Wobbly. Yeah, Wibbly Wobbly, Tommy Wibbly, ball stuff. But anyway, um, which is the episode a lot of people tell people to get into first, and that's... The library? The, no, 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 the uh, the don't, the Blink episode. Oh, yeah. It's just a fantastic episode. Yeah, but it, but we'll get into that another time. But basically, the problem is it, you need a, you if you want to introduce someone to the show, introduce them to a Doctor heavy episode. That's a great episode, but it's so Doctor light. It's difficult to really get people into the show. That's why I feel like it's the best to get people into the show. <laughs> but anyway, that's neither here nor there. So <laughs> so anyway, uh, he starts erasing uh, the Doctor from time and. So the companion's name is Clara. And yes, and Clara, who is the only one that can talk to River, because River has a mental psychic link from a tea party that they were having It's earlier. very complicated. Um, yes, they were having a tea party in their brains, okay? Um, so Until they started getting murdered in their brains. Yes, which River wasn't actually there because she's dead, except she's been uploaded to the library. Which is because she died the first time you ever meet her, which is, yeah, spoilers. Um, Again, it's very complicated. Yes, um... And, yeah, and the, and the inversion of Sherlock Holmes, which is a lizard girl and her lesbian lover, which is... That's what they hinted at, right? That that's They're Sherlock married. Holmes. It's her wife. No, no, I, that's not the question. I'm like, that. that's what they hint at, right? That that's Sherlock Holmes? No, no, they mentioned Sherlock Holmes as being another um, person in that universe. Oh, I thought they... I thought the point was that the two of them were were Sherlock and Watson. Well, it's, it's either that, the, that Sherlock Holmes does exist or it's that... Someone has been writing the Sherlock Holmes. Uh, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle has been writing the Sherlock Holmes stories using them as inspiration. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what I was. Yeah, but um, I don't remember the specifics. Uh, but Vastra and her wife Jenny. Yes, her, the two of them and Strax, the uh, are the best trio ever. I I, I don't I, I felt like why why am I caring about these people? Because they're awesome. I, I don't. All three of them just kind of like you have given me no reason to care about you. I I just don't know what it is. Oh, I, like, I love all three of them. Oh, okay. Not my cup of tea, but um, I, I just need I need a reason to like them. Um, there's no story yet. I mean, yeah, they've been in two episodes, but whatever. Um, Four, two. Okay, so right. they were in they were in the, the Battle at Demons Run. Okay. All three of them were in that. They were in the Christmas special. They were in this past episode, and they were also in um, three. There was, there was one more that they were in. What were they in? I forget. It wasn't a huge part, but they were in another one. Was Jenny in Demons Run? I don't remember Jenny in Demon's Run. I remember... I believe so. Fastran. Okay. Because, yeah, I forgot she was a she was a thing. They were in the uh, that stupid leech thing. Yes, that's the one. That's Thank the you. one. I knew there was another one. Because there, cause there was the one where, yeah, Jenny was in the, the like, assassin outfit. I actually doc- really like that episode. Uh, and, and the doctor had his, his, his thing out and down, and then she... Was in the assassin Which I did not catch until I was reading reviews. Put it back down and... I did not catch that until I was reading reviews, and I was like, oh, that's an awesome joke if they actually did this. I had to go back through yeah. and, and watch I, it. I, I just caught it last minute when he was like, ooh, okay. I was like, oh. Basically, oh. it was an erection joke yes, using his sonic yes. screwdriver. Yes. So, but how we, we have this is I, I I feel bad for anyone listening to this who has never seen our dream because they're gonna be so confused. Oh, you're but, gonna be so, so the great intelligence else. jumps into the timeline yes, to he kill the doctor. Starts removing the doctor from time, and Clara jumps in to then being save prompted him. by the non-existent River, who does in. exist because even the doctor can see her. Yeah, but the doctor can always see River. Yes, they're married. But he can still see Which her. bugged me that she wasn't in the season until this point in time, but that's neither here nor there. So, they, so she, she jumps in to she save She starts him. falling through. She gets scattered to every point in history. They pretty much retconned her into, like, past episodes where... Using footage of the old Doctors, which is really cool. Yeah. And they even, like... Some of it worked a lot better than others, but... Yeah, well, I mean, it depends on, like, you got to have the right footage that you can sh- shove her into. Yeah. But I thought it worked pretty well. Yeah, they didn't show every doctor. I think they showed the first. They showed, showed almost all of them, and then in in the in the library room or whatever it was, yeah. they showed all of them. All of them were there, even though you didn't okay. see them all like really well. They all walked past at some point. Okay, um, but so she jumps in to save the doctor, scatters herself across the timeline, and that basically explains why he kept running into versions of her yeah. because that happens after all the stuff later in the season. Yeah. At the end of that episode. He then jumps into his own timeline to go in and save her original well, self. Well, now, 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 you got to backtrack. To River was still there. All right, so Doctor gets up and is like, "Oh, wow, that sucks." And River, who the Doctor hasn't acknowledged, who's been there talking to 
Clara is all like, oh, uh, my love, why can't you hear me? And all, meanwhile, Jenny, Strax, and Vastra are all standing there, and the doctor's like, I can always hear you. I've, been, I've known you're there the entire time. And, like, they have this moment where they're, like, holding each other, and then, like, he kisses her, and he pulls back, and he's like, that must look really weird to everyone else in this room. <laughs> and she goes, yeah, probably. And so they have this touching moment where um, he's like, you're, you're, you're dead. And she's like, but if I'm dead, and she was my link to being here, and she's not here anymore, how am I here? And the doctor's like, oh, good point. I should probably go save my wife. But So that's that means she's obviously going to be back, which, I mean, she's a time lord, but whatever. So I, I she has been my favorite companion more than any of the others. So, but we'll This is going to be the most confusing episode um, ever. But, absolutely. So, so the doctor um, jumps in so to he save jumps her, in, goes and they, they're in this room. I'm kind of calling it the library, the archive or something. It's just a general room with a bunch of random stuff in it. It, it, it looks like a cave, um, and you see what is supposed to be Various doctors run by. Yes, you see Eccleston in the leather jacket. Well, you don't. You know, you don't. See you, you basically see torsos walking yeah. past the you screen, see, which are the trademarks. Like Eccleston always wore a leather jacket, so you see a dude in a leather jacket. I think you see a dude in a in a, in a uh, what's it called a scarf. Yeah, and I think you see Tenet. Um, so those are the ones that run by. Uh, what's his name? Swoops down, picks her up. And she goes, oh, I've been everywhere, and I've seen every one of your iterations except for him. And it's, there's this foreboding character. Standing with his back to the camera so you can't see his face. He's kind of looking out through a window or an open space or in the room. it looked like, yeah, just kind of like it was a cave opening that they were at. Just looking out into um, it. And my thought originally was Master. Master, 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 Master. The Master is another Time Lord who's uh, generally antagonistic towards the Doctor. Generally? Always. I think there's been one or two points in the history overall where yeah, he well, hasn't been... Well, I mean, there's, there's, they do almost have a tendency always. to look after each other, especially the Doctor after the Master. It's kind of like, it's kind of like the Joker and Batman, whereas we're destined to do this kind of thing forever, you know? Yeah, but almost a little bit more heartfelt because they're the last of the race. But anyway, um, moving on from that, Clara's like, who is that? And then... Uh, the doctor's like, oh, from the darkest point, you know, in my life, it hasn't happened yet. Turns he does around, not say it has not happened yet. You keep saying that. He does not say it hasn't happened yet. Unless unless they do the whole Valyard thing, which they're, I doubt It's not going to be the Valyard. Uh, I, and I honestly think this is, John Hurt is the last iteration. He's the he's the commander that leads the army in the, and that slays the doctor in the Battle of the Eleven. This is what you're, what you're assuming. Because they've already set up that... Uh, the 11th Doctor is supposed to die in, in the fields or whatever, the Battle of the 11th, the Fields of the 11th, something like that. The, the Fall of the 11th at the Fields of Translore, something like that. Yeah. And so, yeah, that whole thing indicates that there is an army. John Hurt is the army commander. I already talked about this. So anyway, John Hurt turns around and... Well, the person turns around the and person you see, turns around and you see it as John Hurt, which is like awesome because it's John Hurt. And oh, it comes like, up... Oh, Hellboy's dad is the Doctor. And it comes... Well, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna boil yes. down John Hurt's career to Hellboy's as dad? As a Del Toro fanboy, yes. Oh my gosh, I feel so sorry for you. <laughs> I'm just being a jerk. What do you mean, like I'm just being I a jerk. But... So it turns, he turns around, you see it's John Hurt, and it comes up on screen as like a title card, yeah. and introducing John Hurt as the Doctor. Yeah. Episode ends. Boom. End credits. Yeah, <laughs> I think there might be much. one line after that. Yeah. He doesn't say anything. Where, but it's where like, he's like, everything I did, I did in the name of peace. And, uh, and yeah, and Tim, and Smith is, I almost said Dan, and Smith is like, yeah, I don't know how you could ever call that peace, and then walks away. But yeah, that's pretty much and it. And then, the end of Series 7, now we have to wait till November for yeah. the 50th anniversary special, and which, possibly a Christmas special, we're still unclear which, about that. Which, from, from what I was reading, my understanding is the last full thing that he is doing, that Matt Smith is doing, is the 50th anniversary special. Which will include Eccleston, Tennant, Smith. Will not include Eccleston. Not Eccleston. No. He's not in Everything I've read okay. says he will not come back for. Oh, him. which is kind of sad because I know a lot of fanboys would would like him back. Baker, if he uh, if he manages to stay alive, and uh, the, the celery guy we're talking about is that before. Magoon? I can't remember. Um, I think it might be Magoon. I think I'm not uh, sure. Seven though. Seven, and I think one more. I can't remember which one it is. So you have four, seven. 10, 11. And John Hurt. Whichever number he may end up being, if he's even considered a number. 13, yeah. If you manage to stick through this episode <laughs> and you don't know anything about the, the Time Lords, we mentioned they have regenerations. They have 12 regenerations. 13 lives, 12 regenerations. Um, so it's just a matter of, you know... And then when they die that time, they just die. Yes. Well, they, they they're turn going into a timeline and they're done. The, well, I mean, the, the thing is the Master 
the master. It's the type of show where they can write that away very easily. And the master was a CGI snake at one point. It was awful. But yeah. But so so they so right now it's just like we are at the twelfth, the eleventh Doctor, maybe, and he's about to retire, and so we're getting very close to thirteen. Which at which point they will retcon something in. They will write something new away for him to get more regeneration. Which it just hit me. He he. Her can't be one of the previous doctors because they flat out call Smith the Eleventh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Numbers, math, count. Yes. Mm-hmm. Good. Not disagreeing with you. Okay. All right. Just saying. There's that. All right. Moving I'm on. not disagreeing with you on the number. Yeah. So here's the theory I have heard that sounds the most interesting to me. Okay. So between ser- Volume One of Doctor Who and the fifth, then you had the 15 year. Uh, yeah. Gap where no Doctor Who with the time war where the time war happens. Well, that's what I was to say. You bring it back with Volume Two and you find out that in that fifteen-year period, the Doctor, yeah. well, the, the Time Lords and the Daleks had this huge war across space and time. That was time locked, and the only way that the Doctor could basically stop it from destroying everything was to trap all of them in a bubble, yep. time lock them, and basically cut them out of time and space completely and remove them from the game, except for a few minor exceptions that have happened over yeah. the course the, of the, the series. The Daleks, one of them went insane and created a crack, which, you know, he sacrificed his sanity. The Time Lords tried to actually return their entire planet and take over Earth instead. So there have been one or two exceptions in that, but yeah. But yeah, so that happened all in this 15-year gap. Now, we do not know for sure, all of the things that happened. We know what he's told us, yeah. but at the first rule is the Doctor lies, Doctor first lies. off. And Matt Smith lies, because he was he said he was going to do season eight, and now he's not. <laughs> well, hey, people change their minds. It's life. Um, so we don't know exactly what happened. Yeah. We, we do know there is like a written history, because Claire saw it at one point, yeah. um, which includes the Doctor's name, which we don't know, and don't ever need to know as far as I'm concerned. Oh, one person knows it, and that's the important thing. And, well, the Doctor knows it, and um, River. River knows it, presumably. The Master knows it. All the Gallifreyans probably know it. River knows it. <laughs> the Max, or the Raya probably knows it, etc. Well, and Clara knows it now. She got her memory back. It was in the book, she read his name, and then she, he wiped her memory, but she got it back when they were in the, the tomb of the TARDIS. We don't. She didn't say that she remembered his name again, but she got all those other memories back. So presumably, she got that memory back too. Uh, well, all right. We'll see what they do with that. But. No, she she even does because she says to River at one point, "I know his name." She's spe- I'm pretty sure she specifically says it. I think I could be no, 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 no. River says the name. I know River no- says it, but I believe Claire at one point because says because they're standing she knows outside well. the tomb and she yeah she doesn't anyway. That's, a, that's right. so the the rumor I have seen that seems the most realistic to me which in Doctor Who, that's a bit of a misnomer. It, but it, it could literally be anything. Is that when the Doctor went away, when Volume 1 ended, it was Doctor 8, the 8th Doctor. 8th Doctor, 7th Regeneration. We come back, we're told it's Doctor number 9, then we're told it's Doctor number 10, and we're told it's Doctor number 11. Hold on, just I know you want to jump in and be like, yep. no, but that's what we're told. Again, the Doctor lies. Again, you, you mentioned earlier, the Doctors always have a very specific look to them. Every yeah. doctor has their own look. So you can immediately tell from across the room that's seven, that's four, yeah. that's whatever. You see a pinstripe suit, that's ten. Yeah. yeah, you see a scarf, you see a celery stalk, you see 3D glasses, you see a fez, different things where you go, Leather that's X yeah. doctor you know. When John Hurt, when we see him, he is wearing an outfit. He looks like the master. That is a combination of what seven wore and what eight wore. I'm sorry, what eight wore and what nine wore. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm like, the last doctor, more like Eccleston than anything, yeah. The last Doctor before the show ended, and the first Doctor when it came back. So first off, he looks like a combination of the two. Yeah. The rumors that have been going around since before that episode aired, I should tell you, these, these rumors were going around beforehand because some of the stuff had leaked out. Um, this is, I'm not considering this a spoiler because it's rumor. Is It is going to be revealed that John Hurt was the regeneration after eight he was the, so the eighth regeneration. Listen, let's, let's, let me yeah, finish. You know, my sentence. I know where we're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he was that regeneration. He did not take the name the Doctor, or at least if he did, the Doctors who have came after him have have so um, excommunicated what he did, the dark things he did from their from their stories that they basically said you don't get to call yourself the Doctor. We do not consider you the Doctor. You you did such terrible things that we are now paying for that we don't even count you. During That's why. Yeah. During the time where basically he was the one. He was the one who did all the things. That is, that is, yeah, generally accepted. That, that is kind of the, the, um, the, the theory. And that, so even though he is a regeneration of whatever the Doctor's real name is, he is not counted in the numbering system because they do not consider him the Doctor. 
even though his title card said the Doctor, which I think would be because he gets the name back by the end of 50, maybe, because they're saying, and introducing, keep in mind, him as the Doctor. The, the theory that I think is the most realistic is he's between nine and ten, or eight and nine, and that he just doesn't count number-wise. He would count towards regenerations, but number-wise, because they want to forget him as much as possible. Yeah. And I think that, for me, from, from a narrative perspective, is a really cool thing to do, to say, hey, those 15 years that we were off the air, something huge happened and we waited seven years to tell you. And, and, and I can definitely see that, like, especially because how little they've touched on what happened They've specifically stayed as far away from it as possible. Yeah. I think a large portion to not cause continuity errors, because, mm-hmm. um, I mean, if they could try to go back to Galfrey, that just caused a lot of problems. Um, but... Because how many times is the Doctor going to show up at Gallifrey? But, um, yeah, I, I can I can definitely see that, and I think that would be really neat. You I, don't like it because why? I, and not that I don't like it, I just, I think, and that seem, definitely seems like a very Moffat twist to do. The Doctor has to die at some point, mm-hmm. right? Well, no. They will write that away. He will never fully die. No, they were at his grave. They, they were at his grave. They are at something they were told was his grave? They were at his grave. Okay, okay, so yes, at some point he will die and leave a timeline. It doesn't mean that he won't be through the magic of science fiction, be resurrected with a million regenerations right next to that timeline. Okay, he doesn't die celebrated. He doesn't die, he is not in... Well, not celebrated by the great intelligence who's a villain. No, no, no. If someone is celebrating a great life of achievement, you don't bury them on a stormy, dead-looking... Like, you, you bury them in a pre- pleasant-looking shrine. I get the impression from what he said that all Time Lords are buried where they die. So if he died there, that's where he gets buried. Okay. Because that was the whole thing, is you don't go to the place where you're buried, because that's the place you're going to die. Okay. So if, Which means he has to die there. But meaning that they didn't bury him there as a punishment, they buried him there because Time Lords are buried where they die. Okay. Uh, or the, he's not even buried, first off. Well, yeah, he's just kind of a tubular. They probably couldn't even uh, move the TARDIS if they wanted to. Well, that's the other thing. She wouldn't allow it. Um, I don't think anyone could if they wanted to. I don't think the TARDIS would let them. That, that's what I just said. She oh, would, I thought she you would would no, 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 no. Well, there's that, too. But, yeah, no, she would, she's very finicky. Which I did like that. I didn't like what really happened in the episode, but I did like that they gave her some depth that they don't usually do in that episode, the uh, scrap episode. Oh, the, the, the Doctor's Tard- Wife. Yeah. Um, the episode's called The Doctor's Wife. No, 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 I don't mean that one. Scrap um, episode. In this season, with the with the two black guys and their brother. Journey to the center of the TARDIS. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where they actually gave the TARDIS more depth than they have in a while, and I like Physical that. Physical depth, depth, certainly. Well, that. <laughs> yes. And they showed the swimming pool. I'm like, yeah, hey, let's talk about it. I love when they actually And the library, it. which and was really library. cool, and the heart of the TARDIS, you know, powered by a sun. And... Yeah, so, but anyway, but I think is the last one and I'm standing by that just because I think there's a good chance he dies there like that is where he fights and dies and for whatever reason they kill him and everything he did he did in the name of peace but they kill him there because I still think back to Demon's Run where everyone was geared up to kill the doctor because of all the horrible things he did and I think that Demon's Run was to gear up to kill John Hurt Doctor and I think he's the final one, and I think that's why he died there. And that wouldn't bother me either. Yeah, uh, but I think I think if anything, I think all of them will team up. Like who, other than River, kills the Doctor? All of the Doctors, and that that's what the fiftieth is going to be. And I think that could be cool. And now again, they will kill him, and because it's science fiction, science yeah. fiction, but specifically Doctor Who, he will then be regenerated as the Doctor Mark II with a billion regenerations or 12 more regenerations or whatever. I think I think that they might leave that as a final, but they might come up with a way to in between. In finale, you mean? No, like, like, in canon, the end of the Doctor is John, Hurt, John Hurt's iteration being killed by all the other Doctors. But he won't necessarily have a number, and so you can still give him a million yes. regenerations in between. Yes. Okay. Okay. So that that is my theory because that is where he is. It, they talk about a fall on Trenzalore. I think the only thing I would have a problem with that is that locks you into something. So that removes almost all drama in terms of is the Doctor ever in any peril? No, because he's going to die as John Hurt somewhere else. But I mean, they, they've already done that with oh rewrite the timeline or something. No, with River killing him while well, he's not really dead. Well, she didn't kill him. She, she did. 
that's a fixed point in time. That was the whole big issue that he broke t- that he broke time. Um, maybe or maybe not. Maybe she always killed that robot. No, that everyone talks about how he couldn't do it because of fi- like if you. If, when you break a fixed point in time, that's what shattered time. That's why all of time happened in one point. That's why there were mm. zeppelins and trains and everything. That's right, I forgot about that. Yeah. So, that was weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, with Churchill. I like that they brought... I like the guy that they have that plays Churchill. I like him a lot. But, um, yeah, so... No, I do, I do yeah. as well. Um, but, yeah, so that's my thing. I think that that is a fixed point in time. That since the Doctor didn't die then, for whatever reason, ripple effect, that he dies um, there... But so then you're just you're just in you're just introducing something knowing it's going to be retconned out soon enough anyway because but it doesn't have to be because this is that is the end like that is the future that will but again happen. so then so Not then you're just going to have any other time the doctor's in any danger it's just going to be immediately retconned away but that that happens no matter what every I, episode I, I you watch is like is the doctor going to die this episode well he's renewed for another season on his contract so I guess not <laughs> like you know you know when he's going to die because he's leaving like there's never really any question about it. I, I I I I certainly yeah. I understand exactly what you're saying we're, we're getting close I think to the end of this one but there's I was just about to say you said this would be a short episode you're the one who's talking ninety yeah well what do you expect me to do. No, I, I tricked you. The Jordan lies. There was no trick. <laughs> Doctor, there was no lies. trick. I knew this was going to happen. Um, but one thing I would say, I mean, and again, we're going to talk about Doctor Who again in the future, probably closer to the fiftieth, or maybe right after the fiftieth, yeah. to like talk about what happened there, or maybe both, maybe before yes. and after, uh, because it's time travel. We can do yeah, that. Exactly. <laughs> um, I would say, and this is just kind of as a maybe for anybody who, for some reason, has not seen Doctor Who but decided to listen to this anyway because they were bored or in a coma or whatever. <laughs> Or you're Cheney. Hi, Cheney. <laughs> Hi, Cheney. Uh, I apologize to anyone who's in a coma. Not so much Cheney. That's, you brought that on yourself, but listen. Yeah, you did. Planes. <laughs> um, Freaking planes. I hope you appreciate that one. Oh, jeez. Um, so, for anyone who hasn't seen it and is maybe listening to this and is going, wow, that sounds all weird. Maybe I'm interested, maybe not. I would say this. In general, I really like J- Doctor Who. I don't think it's great. I think it's good. And I think it sometimes yeah. uh, uh, reaches I, that level. I greatness. think it's great, but yeah, yeah. I enjoy large swaths of it. There's also large ep- a large number of episodes and sections of episodes and scenes within episodes that really fall flat. Season one. I, I kind of... Season one grew on me. But what I'm saying is there are a lot of things where it just does not work for me. And so I'm saying to anyone who is thinking about getting into it, understand that maybe you're not like me, maybe you are, but at least for me, there's enough in it... I know this sounds like a negative, but there's enough yeah. in it that I really like to t- tide me over through the things that just are dumb. And there's a lot of dumb stuff in Doctor Who. You kind of give it a pass because it's cute and cheeky and the Doctor's fun. There's a lot of dumb nonsense in yeah, the show. But, but yeah, and some of it, some of it, a lot of it actually is. And some of it's dumb nonsense that works and is fun, and some of it is dumb nonsense that just is boring and waste of time. Well, and, and some but, of that But you is... give it a pass because the next episode could be the one that's Awesome. Yes. But yeah. and even some of those dumb episodes are throwbacks to you know old dumb episodes. And that some are of them last. <laughs> well, know. that's true. But yeah. So yeah. and you will face you will see the, you know three villains over and over and over again. That happens. The Cybermen, the Daleks, the Daleks and who would you say is the third one? I you know I would say the Master, but I'm sure in the first couple seasons it's those green guys. Oh, the Slovene. The, sl- oh, the Slovene. I kind of like face. Them. I kind of liked him by the end, but in the beginning, I was like, "What is the fart monsters? What is <laughs> going so, on?" They were awful. That um, was a rough. But one. so, Doctor Who for me is good, not great, but the stuff that is great makes it worth sitting through the nonsense. It's it's. It, I would say it's character driven, not story driven. I would mostly agree with you for the for the for the why for the vast majority of it. Yes, yeah. I would you will agree. you will fall in love with the character. And I think that's why people flip out about, you know, the, who's the next generation? I don't know who the next generation is, and I don't know this person, so I hate them. You know? <laughs> and, and that was actually just posted, yeah, today, people are like, here's the cycle. First it's denial. Then it's rage. And then it's finally acceptance. Uh, you know, and so it's this whole cycle that fans go through because you fall in love with the character. And, I, you know, so bypass the story, look into the character, and I think you'll fall in love with them, so... Yeah, and if you don't, there's plenty of other stuff out there for you to enjoy. But for both of us, we enjoy Doctor Who. Yeah, and if you're listening to Nerd Podcast, you probably have watched it. And so. if you haven't, 
give it a shot. I know Pierce doesn't suggest it as a first episode because it's not Doctor Heavy, but check out the episode blank. Even just as an hour, as a short story episode of television, sci-fi television, it's really cool. Yeah, if you it's just took really it as like, a piece of sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. Um, what would you that. say, uh, as a last thing, what uh, would you say would be a good episode to introduce somebody to the Doctor? I might say the 11th hour, possibly. Which one was the 11th? first Matt Smith episode. What introduces Amy, introduces... Ham introduces the um, the whole Moffat era. It just has a very cool feel. I mean, that's the thing. Like, yeah, you can definitely go with with Matt Smith. I would say go for a Tenant episode. He would say start with series two, volume two, series two, which is the first Tenant episode. Yeah, start with a Christmas episode. That's not the best one in the world. But, but I also feel it. like I, I know you hate Rose, but un- I hate her. but you also understand that you are in the minority with that. I don't. I don't understand it. But you. But you do yes, understand the fact that you're in the minority with it. How and, she almost got her own TV show. Even yeah. though I don't like Eccleston as much as I like Tennant or Smith, I do feel like, especially because Rose is so integral to those first couple seasons, it is important to watch series volume two, series one, just for her story because it will be so important later on. I th- and I think that even though it's certainly the first episode with Eccleston is weird, I don't get it. I mean, I, I get it, but I don't yeah. like understand why they would think that was a good way to start yeah but that's the thing we we just liked what we had we were happy to have it but you kind of it's kind of one of those things where it's and there's a lot of shows like this especially with sci-fi stuff where it's a shame but you got to say push through the first season yeah there's gonna be a lot of fun there's gonna be a couple small gems in that season but like and i'm talking about this for venture brothers or a lot of different things where it's like you kind of got to push that first season because there's a couple gems in there but for the most part it's just you need to see it to understand what happens later what happens later is awesome from series two on pretty much like with venture brothers is awesome but you need to see series one season one for venture brothers to understand it doctor who it's kind of the same thing you need to see series one to really be able to follow a lot of stuff that happens with rose later or at least have that emotional impact and i'd say starting with about episode six i think it is in series one that's the episode with her dad the paradox and with the weird dumb dragons. Yeah, the parasocks. I mean, they they look stupid. It's terrible CG, and they had this problem with a bunch of those early episodes where you because they couldn't didn't have the money to show you the already terrible CG of the creatures. They would just put a color filter over the screen oh, and give you their Lord. point of view, which is all in that episode. But it's still a really good episode aside from the CGI monsters. Maybe start with that one. I would say that one might be a good start. I think it's called. I think it's episode six of series. That's one. that's still. Eccleston, though, is the only thing. But it's kind of the first episode of that series where I went, oh, okay, I kind of get it now. I see why people like this. Because it was a very emotionally touching episode. That's that's fair. Again, I would would try to say stick with Tenet. Did you at least like Rose's mom? I hated hated, hated hated her in the beginning, but I loved her by the end. There, There is... Okay, I I, I don't want to make it sound like I'm crapping on Eccleston. I think if you're a fan that... I think if you're a diehard Doctor Who fan, go back and rewatch season and one. And there's nothing wrong with his version of the Doctor. I just didn't like it as much. Uh, yeah, he doesn't. He gave off a completely different. It was a very uncaring, not in a bad way, but now well, let's just see where this goes. Like you know, and I can appreciate it now. And I don't want to crap on him, but it, it's mostly Rose who I couldn't stand. She had no depth of the character. The mom was obnoxious beyond belief. Uh, I feel like by, Mickey by was the end a spineless of it, rat until the end of season two. That's the thing. I think by the end with all those characters, they had taken them from ciphers to characters I generally care about. Even the mom. Like by the time they introduced the alternate universe, spoiler, sorry, but by the time they introduced that, I really kind of liked that character a lot. I I still even Mickey. Still, I thought Mickey was worthless in the beginning, and he, I loved him was, by the he end. He was. He was the tin dog. He got eaten by a trash can. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He he was the tin dog, which was very well. K nine. I, I, early I, Rory. Yeah, early, yeah, exactly. Rory turned out to be a lot better. I love Rory. Uh, I would, if... Uh, the two... There's two episodes I, I would possibly recommend. If you want to start with the Tenant one, I would even say the one with Sarah Jane. Uh, the school one. Okay. With also uh, Giles from Buffy the Vampire yes, Slayer. Yes, exactly. So that's a good connection the there. If you want to start with a Smith episode, I don't think you get more, like, really character-driven Smith-heavy than... The one where he get he moves in with the heavy set guy. That is a fun episode because uh, I think it really shows him as a character. Like, yeah, let's play football. I like football. What's football? Like, <laughs> and then they go out there and they're like, oh, "What do you play?" Well, I like playing chess. What? No, on the field. Oh, I don't know. Let's find out. And then he just goes and be, like, hey, you know, and it's you know where he's just quirky and it, you know it really shines through on his character. I would say, and I, I kind of said this before, but just just to make it clear, if you just want to watch a random episode to get a feel for the show. 
yeah. I would say Blink. Doctor of Light, very Doctor Light, but a good. I disagree, but uh, yeah. But and it's not the same tone as the rest of the show. Exactly, that's why. But I mean. it's really cool. I'd say give that one a shot. Yeah. And if if you hate that and you don't like goofy things, stay away completely. Oh yeah, if you if you can't deal with goofiness, <laughs> go away. But if you like that and you can deal with goofy, check out. Then I would say if you want to start from the beginning, start from the beginning. From episode one of volume two with Eccleston. Just give it a shot. If you go, I don't really want to sit through those, that first season that was kind of not very good, and I don't really, and I just kind of want to watch the most recent stuff. I would say start with the 11th hour, the first Matt Smith episode, and just watch through. And if you get too current, and you know, if you've watched from, was that volume six or five? Yeah, it was five. So start with series five. I keep keep thinking of those movies that. Uh, oh, right, 4.5. Yeah. And and just watch through to the what's current. And if you like that, if you've gotten into it, then I would say definitely go back and start with Eccleston and watch through Tenet. I, I think that that can be a good jumping off point. Personally, I would say start with the Christmas episode. Which Christmas? Uh, There's like 17. I was about to say it. The, the, well, the first Christmas episode, actually. The, the, uh, the one that bridged the gap between uh, series one and two. Um, oh, where it's the where where it's tenant interruptions. Tenant. That one might not be a bad one, actually. Yeah, um, yeah. The, the Christmas episodes in general, I hate them generally, but because it's yeah. almost always Santa Claus robots. The one with the <laughs> but, flying sharks was weird. Yeah, that was. They're all well. That was bizarre. supposed to be a Christmas Carol, but but uh, oh yeah. Oh no, actually, I didn't hate that one completely. I just didn't like the flying sharks. I kind of have liked the Smith Christmas episodes better than any of the others, but. There's a bunch of places to start. No, the Titanic one was pretty good. I didn't like the Titanic one. You didn't? No. I wish she had been more... It was okay. I was just bored through large swaths of it. Oh, because there was that one scene where it was... That is the defining moment for me for for why I love Tenet, where that rich, stuck-up guy was like, and who are you? And Tenet just turns around and gives this monologue of who he is and everything he's ever done and why exactly uh, you should be listening. I'm like, yeah, Tenet. And, but I'd say as a counterpoint to that, I'm not not, not connecting yeah, that yeah. episode, but to get a good feel for the Doctor and a similar monologue, the 11th hour, with the end monologue there, you know, this planet is under my protection, yada, yada, yada. That's, a really, that's another good, really well, good yeah. introduction. Maybe watch the 11th hour... Watch Blink, watch the eleventh hour, and then if you like the tone of the eleventh hour, go back to then start with the beginning and watch yeah. through. Because I feel like the that's I a good... just put together what eleventh hour is with that snake thing. I just realized that. I forgot snake. all about that. Yeah, the thing was a snake. It was an eel looking thing. Oh 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 yeah. I was thinking more the dog, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um it's an alien type thing, uh, prisoner zero. But so there's a bunch of places to start. Just give it a shot, I'd say. And it's not for everybody. It's oftentimes not for me, but when it is, I really enjoy it. Yeah, I agree. So, I love it. I own two Sonic Screwdrivers. So he does. He has a, t- a 10 and 11. Yep. Uh, I'm Jordan from Jersey. I'm Pierce. And this has been a lo- much longer episode than either of us was really expecting. Yes. But uh, we'll talk more Doctor Who at some point in the future. Yeah. Have a good week, everybody. Later. Thanks for listening to Jersey Shore. You can contact us at jordan at legionofdudes.com. That's J-O-R-D-A-N at legionofdudes.com. Or follow me on Twitter at Jordan, F-R-M, Jersey.